the Loud Sports Show. Both teams play hard. I'm a man. I'm 40. Both teams play hard. What? Both teams play hard. I'm sorry, Fiesta. Both teams play hard. Diddly. Poo. God bless and good night. Send it in, Jerome. We are back in the saddle for episode number 24. 24 on kind of a slow sports week, man. I mean, there's a lot of basketball stuff going on. A lot of baseball. I know you don't really care about that. Nope. Um, not a lot of eventful football stuff going on. A couple of things we'll get to later on, but let's start with with kind of the the, the fight of the week, I guess is to say, or the the disappointing fight of the week. Did, Robert Whitaker, uh, Kelvin Gastelum. That's that wasn't the actual fight I was speaking of. Oh, that's the only fight that mattered. Did you happen to pay nope. fifty dollars? No, this weekend? no, nah, not even close. I wouldn't pay twenty. Wouldn't pay ten. Did you buy? The wouldn't last pay five. One? Did you buy the last one? No, I'm not going to watch these joke fights because that's what they are. And I don't care enough to spend my money on them. What do you What do you think is a joke about it? Uh, I think Nate Robinson is not a professional fighter. I don't think Ben Askren is a professional boxer. Like, So what am I doing? Don't think. No. <laughs> Neither one of these guys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ben, no, thank you. Ben Askren, I don't understand why. He's a professional fighter. Okay, but he's made his bones as a wrestler, not a striker. So I, we've, we, no we, thanks. And no offense, the last time he was in the MMA ring, I don't think it actually fared well from him either. My point is, though, you, you oh, would think. caught off guard. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> he, should, he he most certainly did. Um, but you would think that he would come in and train, and take it serious. If you're gonna take a fight like this and not want to get knocked out by, why would What's he? it matter? What's it matter? I mean, I guess let's, in the grand be, let's be honest. Things, okay, nothing. great. He got knocked out in the first round against Jake Paul. Great. Is that more embarrassing than just getting knocked out in five seconds by Jorge Masvidal? No, it's not. So what does he care? Because Jorge Masvidal is a I, trained. I don't martial care. Arts uh, fighter. Guess what? He put more time and effort into that MMA fight than he ever was going to put in for this fight. This was a cash the check moment. Absolutely, but I mean that doesn't mean to not take it serious. Not why would I mean, you? What, but you don't care. You're already. Why don't you care about your You're already a meme and you're already a joke when it comes to the Masvidal knockout. So anything it didn't like. He wasn't going to get knocked out in five seconds again, so it wasn't going to be any different. So you think he's here just to pat his pocket then? That's yeah, it. I know Sign he was there up. to pat his pocket. Cash my it? check. Did you see the gut hanging over the trunks? Yeah, I know he was there to pat his pocket. He wasn't in the most uh, toned condition of his life to say Yeah, he least. didn't care. Uh, it was a check cashing opportunity. You want me to shell out money for that? He could have You're done a some sucker crunches. If, you spelled, if you spent the money on that. Yeah, it's at this point. The the funniest thing to me when I watched the clip the next morning, because I'm not spending fifty bucks either, was I apparently Snoop Dogg found someone to bet two million dollars with him, and he made two million dollars in the fight. And I'll, I'll tell you what, he was screaming and let everybody know it, and that was kind of hilarious. But other than that, that was probably the most entertaining aspect of the fight. It's a joke for uh, me. I'm not shelling out any money for this. Had, Let him fight a real boxer, and then we'll talk about it. Hey, had, credit to the guy, he knocked him out, but he didn't. He did stop the fight. I mean, I that's, mean, I mean, if, if it's it's. No different than when I watched James Tony get beat in an MMA ring. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I saw that live in Boston, and I watched. Uh, pretty sure it was Randy Couture fought James Tony, and he just took so. him. To, he just took him to the ground, and it was an MMA fight. And you know what? James Tony doesn't do wrestle. Yeah. So there it is. Like, I'm not. You know, Come whatever. to find out, he'd never done it before in his life. Whatever. And it Randy Couture showed. wasn't only about to stand there and bang with James Tony. That wasn't going to happen. The same way this guy is not going to sign up to have a wrestling match or an MMA fight with Ben Askren. 
Who cares? So I, guess, I don't. I guess the real question is, I guess it was all about the money for Ben, but, I mean, has it really gotten this bad that you just, that's that's the best he can ask for, is not go to Bellator, not try to work his way back well, up or anything. From, he, just, he retired from MMA after the after the whole Masvidal thing. Okay. And, you know, whatever, he's content doing that, but this was clearly a check-cashing opportunity, and these aren't, these aren't real fights. Like, yes, okay, great if uh, Jake Paul takes this seriously and he trains and he does all that shit. But if the guy across the ring is not even remotely close to any sort of a professional striking boxer, what's the point? He's fought a basketball player and an MMA wrestler for the most part. Clearly Ben Askren does not have anybody around him who truly cares for him because it's just – it's it's to me it's just bad. It's just to go on heat like this. Can he fight an amateur boxer? Like just anybody whose whose job might be to be a boxer to, to box? Period. So well, I mean, what's his name? I, I've heard this on 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 the internet. Actually, just before I came in here, I was listening to a listening to an MMA show. I guess Dylan Danis is like he's all over the internet. He wants to. He's been talking crap to Jake Paul for years. I guess I actually went and looked. He has been talking crap to him for years. He wants to fight him, but I'm like. Do we really need another guy out yeah, here? Yeah, I don't need another, I don't, I don't another need this army guy treating this, and then he Whatever. gets knocked you, out too. You like can, you can spend the money, I'll sit here and not spend anything. I mean, at this point, you can just go right on YouTube the next morning, pull it up, and watch it anyway for ten yeah, minutes. And then, so, and I mean, then what? You shelled out fifty bucks for a microwave fight? No, thank you. Yeah, I mean, if you're with your friends, and everyone's watching together. That's why I, I don't even the, want to watch it with my friends. The Nate Robinson one had at least the Mike Tyson fight attached to it. So, I, I don't mean, care. That's oh, why. oh, the Mike Tyson Roy Jones. Yeah, I mean that, debacle. That was at least some. No, thank that was you. at least an exhibition to draw eyeballs to. That was this, worth it. This is literally celebrity deathmatch come to life at this point. That's and basically this is, what it is. Is horrible. <laughs> and I think that's why, no matter what, there's going to be a market for this. There's people who do a tune in every single week. Get Nate Robinson, get Ben Askren. Who's next for the internet kid? Line me up 10 people who actually paid 50 bucks and didn't find a way to get this without paying money. Oh, they're out there. I mean, no, I can only imagine no, what the I, gate was for that. Are you kidding me? People, people pay for that fight, too. That's, that's the crazy part. People pay for it. And I'm sure they showed it in bars in certain places, and, and people probably showed up in droves. I mean, it's crazy. By the way, there was a real fight on ESPN then, ESPN Plus or ESPN actually. So why the hell would I be watching that? No thanks. Get out of here. <laughs> you want to talk about what? Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Lost Gaslam lost that fight. Huh? I looked Gaslam down. And I looked back up and I was like, hey, everyone acts like Bobby Knuckles is some sucker all of a sudden. Yeah, you get knocked out by the middleweight champ right now. That's it. Who did? Robert Whitaker. That's his only loss in like the past. Oh, I thought you said five years or something. Like right, right. Enough. He ain't no sucker out there, man. Yeah, he came in. And did, he, did he knock him out? I, I literally looked no, down. Went, I looked up and they were decision. Okay, I looked up and they were doing a, a post post fight interview with him, no, and I was like, "What did decision. I miss? Uh, how, how was the whole card, though?" Uh, the card was Some all right. Average. It was nothing, nothing special. I was too uh, busy. If you, if you like fights, it was a decent card. I mean, but there was no like flashiness that you like. Oh my god, I gotta see that. See, so. and that's why all the eyeballs were on. Jake Paul yeah, go, versus okay, Askren. Whatever, sure they were. All for what? All sixty seconds. Get out of here. Well, instead of watching that, uh, the Gaslam fight on ESPN Plus, I was actually watching the Streaking Warriors take on the Streaking Boston Celtics, and what actually turned out to be a pretty good game in Boston. Did you get to watch any of that at all? I saw bits and pieces of it. I know they played without Jalen Brown. Uh, 
you know, whatever. Boston's on a six-game win streak. They're on a six-game win streak, but more they, importantly, they beat some. They beat some quality teams from the last time I was in here saying they sucked. Yeah, I was gonna say. But yeah, uh, look at this guy. I'm Jabari, okay. But Jabari Parker ain't moving the needle, so let's not even All think right, that's hold gonna on. be the case. All right, let's slow down for a second. Hold on, you said a lot of things there because I'll get to Jabari. But first of all, the Celtics are. By the way, just so we're clear, Warriors not a top credit team, not a great team, not 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 a top tier team. But Steph, in his defense, he was on fire coming to that game. Okay, he it, scored forty four points and they still lost. So what does that tell you about that team? It's not the same team. It's not the Golden State Warriors we know. No, Let's but it, not it hold was them to that. Standard. It was a good, fun basketball game to watch. It's my, I'm not saying it's, it's this game that's going to have a projection to the upper echelon. I'm saying for a Saturday night for a basketball game that was on. That was actually really fun to see a Celtics take on Steph Curry, to see them kind of go shot for shot with Tatum. And, I mean, there was one point that he twisted his ankle. He thought he was going to go out the game, comes back like everything's okay. <clears throat> Did you see the shot he threw up, like, with his left hand? And got, like some animal. I mean, he literally was like, it's one of those kind of things where someone's just like, oh, foul, and throws up the left hand, and, like, it goes in. Like, he was. Hey, shit happens. It was, it was a fun game to watch. The Celtics didn't have Jalen Brown, like you said. Um, but more importantly, they, they won six games in a row. Like you said, I was trying to bring up their record. That's why I found yeah. my internet wasn't working. They, they're up to fifth or fourth in the Eastern Conference. They're like thirty-one and twenty-six, which which is much better than they were just a couple games. I think. Uh, Still, so oh, okay. Really? No, well, no, it no, uh, doesn't move the needle in one way or another. How can you say that when, when really? There's still not a top team in the East. I don't want to hear it. Don't bring it here. They don't have to be a top team. They, oh, they don't what, have to be. What what they have to be is not be a bottom <clears throat> eight to ten team. What just East. to avoid the play-in? To avoid the play-in and avoid playing the 76ers and the Nets in the first round. I'm, I'm getting no. It doesn't matter. They're gonna play. They're gonna play one of them in the second round if they make it through the second round. So who cares? I'm just saying they're showing that. And by and by the way, I'd like to amend it at this point. If your name is not the Philadelphia or even Milwaukee, and I'm ready to almost cross the nets off at this point because this team cannot stay healthy. They can't. So I don't want to hear, well, if they're all on the court. Well, guess what? They're not all on the court. I think Kevin Durant played four or eight minutes yesterday. No. Let's no. get to that. No. I wanted no to thanks. mention I wanted to mention besides the six game win streak, the Celtics have covered in five of the last six. But uh but you're right. What what exactly is going on? And that's what that's why my theme is what's going on with Durant. Now he comes back from the injury. How many minutes did he play in the game? I, shit, I don't know. He was out before I turned it on. <laughs> exactly. But literally, before I get to pay attention to this game, he's already exited the game. Harden is still out, right? Actually, actually, you know what? That's a lie. He was out of the game before ESPN switched over the simulcast because the other game had gone into overtime. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so nobody saw him. <laughs> is your point? Oh, no. if you were on ESPN News, you saw it. But if you were on ESPN, if you were there, right? No thanks. I, nope. I mean, see ya. it's a great Bye. point with the Nets team. I, I don't know. On, on top of it, I'll just throw it out there. I know it's not a major thing, a, a huge part of it, but it is something to be spoken for. Uh, then on top of it all, Markich Aldridge up and retires in the middle of the week with the injuries they have. And with the, I mean, literally, they are just losing bodies by the day. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> at get, this get, point. You're going to miss me every time with as well. If Brooklyn's healthy, well, guess what? Brooklyn doesn't know what healthy is. Right. That's turned to be Healthy's a, not walking through the door for this team. <laughs> it's turned out to be a huge if. And it's not just like it's, it's ancillary parts. It's Kevin Durant and James Harden who are missing time. So it's – I still think if if those guys play – I mean, say what you want about the regular season. If those guys play and they're on the court together, they have a chance to win a basketball game. It's, awesome. It's, Great. We've seen that, what, seven times this season? No, whatever. As long as, get, as, long as they can get those – when will the playoffs start? The playoffs start – 
I don't know. We got like a 16 more games left. Oh, is it less than 20 games, right? So, I mean, got to figure a month away probably. I mean, maybe that's why they, they keep on pulling them out of these games because they're just like, you know what? Reel them in and just get ready for a month. I mean, hopefully, but it'll, it, it'll suck if all year long the one thing we're waiting to see with this team, now they literally can't even put it on the floor. What makes you think it's going to happen at this point? I mean, it's starting to look less and less – I can't even say anything to be honest ne- with you. Never, never mind if Kyrie just says, "Yeah, I need two days." <laughs> like I gotta see what's going on with the with the world right yeah, now. Yeah, so I just, yeah, no, nah, it's the Nets are. Uh, so I mean, with that said, do you feel that is Embiid is Embiid still out for the, for no, the seven no, sixes? Okay, back he's and back. He's, gonna, and he's, he's about to dominate the Warriors. But he's tonight. missed well eighteen games, I think, so far yeah, this year who total. Cares? Um, it's just another thing to look out for. My point is, we all thought a couple weeks ago it was going to be Nets and Philly. Now you're like Philly and Milwaukee. If if he goes down, or or even if, who knows, I, I don't like Milwaukee in the playoffs. We talk about this every week. I think that they have to prove it to me. You know, they can get it, past the second round. It's but, crazy I mean, that everyone's like, oh, man, Milwaukee, we've seen this. We, we've done this song and dance before. Yeah, we're ready to fucking jerk the chain over here for the Nets that can't even week. stay on the court. This is absurd. Because, they, because Milwaukee has... A two-time MVP, and they have shown they cannot get out of the. But you know what round. they're going to have this year? Less pressure. Absolutely, so absolutely. That, that's going to play big dividends. They're not expected to win, so maybe this is the year they do win. I don't know, but my point is, I can't. I can't look at them as a roadblock when the Celtics literally already got through them last year. All I want to do is fade Brooklyn stock at this point. That's all I'm willing <laughs> to do because these guys can't stay healthy. So, so you literally think that Brooklyn stock deserves to be. Sell Brooklyn stock and buy Milwaukee stock is what you're saying right now. Value wise, yeah. Really, you don't yeah, think? I've, you don't think there's any other team in the East that deserves to be in the conversation? No, it's Philadelphia. It's, I've always I've told you that from day one. I think it's Philadelphia. I think this is the year for them. I think Embiid would be a problem even for a healthy Nets team because there we go again, a healthy Nets team. It might as well just call them the healthy Nets. Screw Brooklyn, but like, <laughs> right? It's the healthy just, Nets are great. It's just unreal how often we're just going to keep going. Well, if these guys are all on the court, but they're not on the court, they can't figure out how to get on the court. You're right. I mean, not only can not figure out how to get on the court. Like I said, Lamarcus Aldridge up and retires. Um, he had a heart problem. I mean, and I thought he had that before too. I thought he had taken some time off early in his career. Um, but I mean, that was kind of just out of nowhere though. They just acquired the guy thinking he's be part of their their playoff run, counting him for playoff you know depth, and all of a sudden, just whatever. Like, that's that sounds like their problem. They're the ones who took the buyout <laughs> guy and hoped for the best. Guess what? Not happening. If you really needed him, you would have made a decision earlier in the year and filled out that spot. So. Whatever. I, I don't want to hear this with everyone all of a sudden. Because realistically what it was, it was the Lakers circa Steve Nash, Dwight Howard era where it's like, hey, let me jump on here and try and get me a chip. Or Kyle Malone and Gary Payton yeah. at the time. So, And the thing is, if you if you watch the Nets play at this point and, you know, watching that game yesterday against, you know, Miami, and for Christ's sake, I mean – ESPN, my God, they should be looking for some refunds on some of these games they got to put on with the lack of stars that show up for these things. No, no. Durant's out. Jimmy Butler doesn't play. You know, well, every terrible. every. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Lakers Mavericks this coming Saturday. Great. Um, I saw. Uh, you know, no, it's like Lakers Jazz because I saw the the Schroeder uh, Gobert. No, no, no. Lakers Jazz is tonight. Oh, Lakers Mavericks. Me. I'm pretty sure is next Saturday on e- on uh, ABC. Me. Great, no LeBron, no AD. It's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, no no here? Mitchell tonight, like you know what I mean. That's, that's yeah, like perfect. Stars just not showing up for these primetime games is un. 
heard of at this point for these broadcast models. How do they not go to the league and be like, uh, what? So I was going to say, luckily for them, the last couple games, I forgot the last Lakers game they played, the, the games have been good, is my point. That's They've kind of been lucky. I think the oh, Lakers, you mean like the 3 o'clock start on I mean, a Friday or those, Saturday that it was? Those are kind of crazy. But, but some of the games have been good. That's kind of why they get out of it. Um, the, Lakers, the Lakers somehow have been playing. I don't understand it. I mean, Andre Drummond, <laughs> he went coast to coast the other night. He had 20 points for this team. It's it's one of those things every time I'm like, how does this – I just – I love Drummond, don't get me wrong. And I'm happy for him to finally be on a winning team, be playing productive basketball that matters for once in his life, not grabbing meaningless rebounds night after night like he's done for the last, what, six years of his career? Well, someone had to miss those shots, though, to get those meaningless <laughs> rebounds. And, he, and he's having less of those opportunities now on this team. But it just – I don't know, man. It's It still bothers me that he can just run that – he can just be run out there like that for those guys. That sounds like you're just bitter the league has got Andre Drummond. I'm not bitter that Lakers are Andre Drummond. It's you're just, you're I, upset that the Drummond went to the Lakers, but Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge, just signing up for our championship ride is of no consequence to you. I just look at it and shake my head because I'm like, I, I see them winning games still. I'm like, these guys shouldn't be able to lose LeBron James and Anthony Davis and still just be clicking along like nothing left. Hey, and, guess and, and what didn't else? Give up anything either. Guess what like, else shouldn't happen? Cleveland shouldn't just be like, hey, Drummond, go sit home for a month while we try to figure out what your worth is. And by the way, it's just it's going the opposite way while he sits at home. Well, they were paying him twenty eight million. If you want to pay him twenty million dollars to go home and paint paint his bathroom, then well, I mean, I well, guess you gu- can do that. Well, guess what? You didn't get an asset back in return. Well, and that's that's the weird part. You know what I mean? He's just like he's just out there. Uh, where was I going to go next? Oh, so that's what I was going. That's where I was going with this period. Um, we talked about the. the, the <laughs> I don't want to say the word first because you'll just be like ah. There's one team in the East who they have been doing a hell of a job, and there's a big reason. The big well, the reason is I can't even say that there's a. A big part of it is it seems to be the only reason the, for the Hawks turnaround is oh, Jesus. Nate McMillan is showing the paces that they're a bunch of idiots, basically. And I know you're not going to say no, but do you really think the Hawks are doing this without without John Collins right now and with with basically a brand new head coach? I don't care. They're in the the, the four spot right now, man. Great. And like you just said, with Brooklyn Great. crumbling, awesome. There's, listen, have Did you I, not learned that every year in the playoffs, there's always at least one team, if not you know two, like last year. You know who's not making the Eastern Conference Finals? The ATL. I don't care what you want to throw out here. Great, Nate McMillan can coach. We know Nate McMillan can coach. Sometimes people just wear out their welcome. Yeah, Indiana shouldn't have fired him. I don't know what that was about. But this is a team that can't even figure it out on their own in Indiana. They're like, oh, we well, let's make Oladipo the foundation. Nah, he doesn't want to be here. All right, now we got Karis LeVert, and we got Sabonis, and we got Turner. We might want to trade Turner. So it's just whatever at this point with that. Yeah, Nate McMillan can coach. Awesome. Great. You know who can't win the East, the Atlanta Hawks. I promise you this much. I'm not saying they can win the East. I'm but booking I, all bets for Atlanta to win the East. I think this will be a better bet because you don't seem to believe in these guys at all, and I think it's definitely going to happen. I think Atlanta and or Boston make it to the second round. Well, one of them probably has to. Unless See, they, unless they, so why are you writing them both off wait, then? Wait, wait, wait. What if they play each other? Because that's a realistic well, possibility. That then one of them <laughs> well, then has right. to move on. <laughs> my, my point is, I think both those teams stand a shot not to win the Eastern Conference. Let me tell you something right but now. to get to the Eastern I don't Conference care Finals. If they're, if they're the 4 5 match, whichever one of them shows up in Philadelphia is getting washed. And I don't care what happens See, at that I don't, point. Dude, I don't. A, a hot Celtics team playing all together, man. Okay. 
I know Philadelphia's yeah. been playing well. Here comes Time Lord. Yeah, sure. The Time Lord is Cornette. number five in the league in PEI, baby. Cornette's going to stop and beat. Get the hell out. Mo Wagner got the Listen. gate the other day so you could have Javari Parker, and you think that you guys are going to slow down Joel Embiid? Hey, they did. we didn't talk about it. So they did send Jabari Parker, and you know me. I'm all about reclamation projects. Why are you hating on Jabari? Yo, because Jabari's needs a shot, and that's where I end this Tyler. argument. They, they would not have given him a two-year deal. If they saw Jabari's Neals was shot, number one. And number two, if he did it with Evan Turner, another when, former number two overall pick. When he makes two years on your team, come talk to me. I w- you know what? When he's hitting the free agent market next year and someone goes and ponies him up for three years, $12 million, no I want to come right back to this moment. I want to come right back to this moment. We'll be like, how did Jabari Paka get $30-plus million dollars on multiple you, years? I'll tell you what. I'm going to be said, like Brad Stevens. If, that's if how. If Jabari Paka stays on the Celtics. You know what he already, he already knows where the trainer's room is. I promise you that much. It was the first place he toured when he came in the building. He said, where's the trainer's room? Oh, I plan on spending some time there. Yep. See y'all. I see y'all. Yep. Yep. I'm Jabari. <laughs> Welcome. You'll see me a lot. Nope. Dude, this is Failed the same experiment. This, this is the same man who got Evan Turner 45 plus million dollars. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Good dude. luck. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. They need another guy with size. The only problem is he's not really a shooter, but they need another guy with size who can switch around on defense. Oh, yeah, because now he's going to play D. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like... I'll, I'll put this was, uh, on, on Saturday when they played the Warriors. He looked okay. He didn't look terrible. There wasn't much to criticize from nope. Jabari. No, thanks. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe finally after what? God, he's got to be in the league eight years now, seven, eight years now. Doesn't matter. Maybe, them, maybe them, the light has finally gone on. he's a shot. Hey. We're about to find out. Okay. We're about to find out. Listen, Sacramento is where Korea's go to die, and his rested in peace over there. So, but Sacramento, yeah. Honestly, I didn't even know they had waived him. To be honest with you, I was kind of impressed, uh, kind of shocked that he was available. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention about the Celtics too is it came out this week. I actually was just laughing before <laughs> before we started the show because I saw an article that put it in a very very uh, funny funny way. Did you see that Brad Stevens turned down the offer for IU? 70 mil, it said. 70, 70 million dollars. Hey, how guess do what? you say the yeah. name though? I'll tell you how you go. It's in Indiana. That's where he's from. I don't care. What do you mean? And he's gone. And he's found out what life outside of the Rust Belt is. And he's not trying to go back. Yeah. And you know who else isn't trying to go back? Probably his wife. Yeah, I was his, his so, family's probably just like you know, no, not how about we stay out of there? But I mean, I'll say it one more time: seventy million dollars, seventy million dollars. But come on, like over seven years, I, it's only ten million a year. What's he making for the Celtics? Honestly, I, and, and and that's a good point because it's probably close to that when they, when they sign away. Like the I don't know, I don't even know his contract with the Celtics. But like when you think about the rat race that becomes college recruiting, you know what he yeah. doesn't have to do? Go sit in someone's house as a free agent and try and court houses. them. That's not his job, right? Now the, the funny article because Danny Ainge fucked that up. The funny article I saw was uh, <laughs> no one's making a big deal out of the fact that Indiana University thinks Brad Stevens is worth fifty-eight million dollars more than Mike Woodson. And I was like, boy, who, who let you run that article? <laughs> well, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> who let you run that article? They, they shot their shot at their <laughs> top guy. Their top guy said no. They said, okay, let's go bargain hunting. 
I guess. I guess that's just that's it's a it's an interesting article to put out for someone it, who losing that town has to cover that team every every week. It doesn't. But yeah, <laughs> no, it shouldn't be like you talk about it just from a business standpoint. Like, okay, you tried to get you know the head coach of the Boston Celtics to come back to college basketball. You know who didn't have a job right now in head coaching? Mike, Mike Woodson. Woodson. So he's taking a job. Zero leverage for the kid. Zero leverage. Yeah, you no. Have to overpay for a guy who's actually wanted. Yeah, who's who's working and being paid by somebody else already? Do to do a very similar, if not the same, exact. No, he's gonna job. have to do more work if he True. goes back to college. True. Yeah, that, that people don't realize like, that hustle and that grind. Like you said, having go sit into fifty kids' living rooms just just to maybe trying to hope sell, to trying compete, to sell like, a kid and sell his family and all that other shit. God, you know, God bless these coaches who do that. But like, especially nowadays, that sounds awful yeah. if you can get to the pro ranks and not have to deal with that yeah unless you're like one of these named guys it's like why would you even get into that like like why would you unless you're Roy Williams or Bill Self like why would you start from the bottom and like want to I don't know god bless the college coaches but Brad Stevens will not be joining them because he turns down again 70 million dollars ugh crazy you say crazy. crazy, but we don't. We're sitting here, and I don't even know what he's making with the Celtics. But I'm gonna find out right now. Look it up. It, it's it's got to be not that. That was probably a raise, but it can't be that much less than that. Uh, as you look up the one, the other thing that came out last week uh, that I wanted to mention was uh, pretty cool. They they actually announced who would be inducting people into the Hall of Fame out of the Hall of Fame class. Michael Jordan, of course, going to induct uh, Kobe Bryant. David Robinson's going to induct uh, Tim Duncan. And then Isaiah Thomas is going to induct Kevin Garnett. I thought that, found that a little weird. I didn't know they were that close or had any ties like that. But, I mean, yeah, exactly. Of all people, I found that a little weird. But um, Like former Detroit Pistons legend Isaiah Thomas? That, <laughs> <laughs> well, not number four for the Boston Celtics, king of the fourth Isaiah Thomas. That's for sure. Brad Stevens is only making $3.6 million. Nope, wait, this is wrong. That that was his initial contract when he, he, he was re-upped yes. for some no, amount. This is not right. So I mean, you gotta think. I mean, he's probably making close to five or six then. But I mean, at one point in time, people thought he was the the best coach in the league. So I mean, he probably signed that extension two years ago. If I had to guess, uh, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I don't know. This is becoming becoming. You know, trying to find a golden nugget over here. Going down the rabbit hole over there. Um, but what I started saying was it would be nice to have the the basketball Hall of Fame actually going again this year. Um, and maybe I'll actually, if the, if it's open, I would say every year I'm going to try to go then I forget when they have it. Maybe I'll actually try to make the drive down to Springfield. It's only 45 minutes. I went a couple of years ago. It's actually nice over there and try to see what the hell is going on for the Hall of Fame induction. Uh, that's basically all the basketball news I have for this week. I want to move over to football. Um, as I kind of told you before we started here, the Cleveland Browns, it wasn't a big football week, but they signed J- Jadavian Clowney. Giving them three first-round picks on their roster, pairing him with Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield. Give me three number one overall. Three number picks. one overall picks, exactly, uh, on their roster. Do you think that Cleveland is now? I think the minus two thousand. I think to maybe win the title. No, it can't be minus two thousand. Plus two thousand. I don't know. Some. Nah, it can't be minus. It was some numbers. round number. That, made, that would make them an overwhelming favorite, which isn't the case. Um, I thought I was freaking out right now. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he looks better opposite Miles Garrett. He hasn't been what we thought he was going to be in the league. His sack numbers don't total up, but I guess his his pressure rate is high. But you know what? Pressure rate doesn't ultimately doesn't always translate. Great if you pressure the quarterback and he still completes the pass. And now we're moving the chains. Then what does it matter? But I don't know. And then they released Sheldon Sergeant Richardson. So right. 
you know, great. You got ends, you got no middle. What I don't whatever. They, they still have Malik Jackson. I mean that, that team overall, they they really came on last season at the end of the year under Kevin Stefanski, um, with a with a two headed running attack, uh with Baker Mayfield honestly <laughs> playing better without Odell Beckham in the lineup than with Odell Beckham in the lineup. It'll be curious to me to see how that whole thing goes down next year. But um they'll be better, I guess, right? They'll be better. I don't know if it's good enough to beat the Ravens, but ah. I mean Oh, I definitely think they'll be better than the Ravens. I you think, think so? I think we're very overrating this Ravens team. That really? Has no real passing attack. You think now the Browns have surpassed them in the night? The Browns are the favorite in the AFC North now? I, I think they should be the favorite. I don't know if people still believe they will be. If you think about the hits that have come to the Ravens' defense and the still lack of a real passing game over there. Well, they added Sammy Watkins. A lot of potential. Yeah, great. Awesome. Sammy Watkins. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sure. Whatever. I try to say it with a straight face. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think teams eventually figure out the Lamar Jackson thing. I think that was shown last year. I mean, he's still not going to be, you know, I don't want to say uncoverable, but he's still going to be hard to hard to guard. But, I mean, if you look at what these teams can do, I, I think the roster is definitely better in Cleveland, on paper anyway. But we'll see. I mean, they got a better coach now, so. Yeah. But I, w- I would take Cleveland to finish ahead of Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore lost uh, lost Matt Udon to uh, to New England. They uh, they bring in Sammy Watkins. I think is the best. Uh, they brought in somebody else. I can't think of off the top of my head. But, but nobody really potent to kind of yeah, add to that offense. Orlando Brown wants out. Like this team isn't. I don't think it's going to be the same thing. I think you know you know we'll see what happens with Pittsburgh too. Let's not write them off. But as far as the Ravens go, I mean, I think. The Browns should clearly be the favorite on paper, anyway. Yeah, in the division. So, and that's only because of the amount of losses the other teams have also taken to their roster. Yeah, and like you said, Pittsburgh. But I don't think Clowney's the one moving the needle. We need to. There's a reason he's wasn't. He's scooped a th- up third the way tier he was. free agent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many games did he play for Tennessee last year? Three. It wasn't a lot. So it wasn't a lot. I still think he can be an impact player. And honestly, I think this is a good opportunity for him to be opposite Miles Garrett, a guy who's already garnering so much attention in the game anyway. I mean, if it's going to happen for him, it's going to happen now. I guess is the way to say it, right? He's only signed to a $10, $10 million contract. I mean, it's like he still has incentive to go out there and perform and try, try to better his uh, – This is a day. league that highly values pass rushers yeah, on absolutely. the outside. Highly values pass rushers. Outside of quarterback. This guy's on his fourth team at this point. So – it begins to it starts to become is he what we think he is type thing because if he was what we all thought he was he would never hit the open market like this but you know clearly something's not right and clearly teams see that he ain't moving and you're talking about a team like Tennessee that desperately needs a pass rush you're you're right but I want, I'll compare him to a, a player who in a similar situation not a similar position isn't he kind of like in Dominican Sue in that way where yes, no matter. No, and Dominican Sue was great everywhere. He wasn't great everywhere, was he? I, it, this is the this is the difference. You're talking about an outside. He wasn't great edge for r- the Rams. It, yes, he was. You're talking about an outside edge rusher versus guys in the middle of. And no one's Aaron Donald. Let's put it that way. But my, like my only point was, it, guys in the middle don't get the same recognition as guys on the outside. My only point was, it's a guy who. Yes, there's circumstances where he may have underperformed, but because of his talent, he's always going to get an opportunity. And maybe that kind of hinders him because he, he can't play at such an elite level. He's always going to have a high asking price, and maybe that's part of the reason why he's always available. Like If, if, if he was willing to sign up for $6 million, he, he wouldn't be available right now. 
Right, but what I'm saying is, is like, so this has got to, you got to look at this, this is your, this is his last shot to even remotely cash in on anything at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Because if you can't get sacks opposite Miles mm-hmm. Garrett, who's proven he can do it with Larry Ogbenjobi on the other side, you know what I mean? Like, and you're, and you're a former number one overall pick in this high standout in college and all this other nonsense, highlight reel memes and things that went off when he destroyed that Michigan running back. But, like, if you can't get it done now, you can't come back to the table next year and be like, yeah, I still want 10-plus million. Exactly. You better settle in for three. Right. And that's why I think this is, no matter what, this is probably going to be the best Jadavian Clowney year because if he doesn't do it now. He's also going to stay healthy. He does. And that's. I guess that's the hardest part, right? Even in Houston, he had a hard time doing that. Um, and he was opposite J.J. Watt in that situation. And Whitney Merciless. Like, he, he's had the chance to be opposite good to great rushers. And he still hasn't done that. We'll see this year. I mean, that, that Houston team, like you said, was, was probably his closest bet. I think they just ruined that team, period. Not just the defense. The whole team got ruined there. Um, but we'll see what Clowney and the Browns, man. I think it's going to be interesting. Like you said, the Steelers, the Steelers are probably going to have to draft the running back this year. And uh, and see what, how it all plays out for those guys. But the AFC North is definitely shaking up to be interesting. The other team that we didn't mention, the AFC North, they probably did maybe my favorite thing in the off season to do today. What, jump on and change jerseys. This jump is a, on. This is a and money grab. Change. They got to get that money back for all the fans that didn't show up to stadiums last year. Release some new jerseys, and and they're continuing the trend where they just release new jerseys that look exactly like. They're old jerseys from the 90s. Just similar similar Just shit in an updated fashion. New version of old shit, basically. I'm good with it. I don't need it. They had Chad Ochocinco in the end. Great, ad, yeah. Of all people. Smoking to a just, cigar. Of all people <laughs> to have all of a sudden up there. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're Nike. They're clean. They're sleek. It still has the bangle stripes on the shoulder. It just has a lot less of all the piping Great. and inserts. Great. But you got I mean, a black and orange and a white one. That's Moving it. on. It's got orange, black, white, stripes on the shoulder, bangles on the chest. That basically sums it up. It looks clean. It looks Nike. But good for the bangles because last year they had something like eight, like literally eight or nine teams drop new uniforms. So uh, hopefully yeah, there's money makeup. There's no way there could be that many on the horizon, including the Patriots. Which uh, the only thing I want them to do is get rid of whatever the hell they're making those guys try out there now. Um, what else? They right down here. The NFL schedule will be released after the draft. Who cares? But I'm actually kind of interested to see how it plays out with the new 17 game schedule. Um, you know who everybody's playing. The actual games, but I mean, with with COVID and everything, people want to know what games they can freaking get to. That's the whole thing. Well, I, I mean, every tickets. every basic stadium has said they're gonna. Have, they've come out and said they're gonna do full attendance this upcoming season. So it, it's just I don't know if you've looked for for tickets for a Celtics game or anything. Yeah, I have no desire. So it's just not. I looked. Let me put it to you this way: to start to look for four tickets, like it's a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars. Yeah, but you got to be a nutcase to want to spend that kind of money inside. Well, and that's why I'm trying to hop on some of these other tickets early, baby. Yeah, so I'm hoping for it anyway. But honestly, the NFL but tickets that's are only way because that's, that's due to scarcity. And if they're gonna do full attendance, it's not gonna be that way. So that's why the NBA tickets was up though, because it was twenty. 20 yeah. games to buy. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's the same thing, though. You know what I mean? So my point is, the NBA tickets became like football tickets this year. And I'm hoping it doesn't carry over and go up and up it and won't. up. It won't. Hopefully, um, Aaron Donald looks to be cleared of any wrongdoing in that thing. They, they issued an, apologize, an apology to him. Yeah, I'd apologize, too, if I was just trying to get a come up and got caught not knowing <laughs> was, what was going on. I was going to say. Out of yeah, here. What was that whole deal? Where they just released a video and, and, and just 
prove the guy to be a liar? Because I, I didn't read that. That's exactly what happened at the end of it all. I'm like, come on, man. Of course you're going to issue an apology. You thought you could just sue somebody because they were famous and you were going to get a come up this way. And someone was like, well, we got footage. And you were like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Please accept this. No. See, this is some amateur. It's 2021, man. Like, come There's on. Cameras. Everywhere. Everywhere, dude. Like, and of all people to try to get over on Aaron, you're gonna pick Aaron Donald. Like, come on, dude. The best defensive player in the NFL. Like, well, I mean, if if you were in a back alley and it was just you and him, maybe sure. But like, public perception is always gonna favor what they see. And you know, you see a video where he comes rushing in and pulling dudes off a guy on the ground. Like, now you're like, okay. Like, First off, the fact that you're filing a lawsuit when it looks like you're clearly on the ground, how do you know who hit you? <laughs> exactly. You don't know anything, sir. <laughs> but no, I saw Aaron Donald in the club. He has mad money. I'm just going after yeah, him. Yeah, I'm going to go after this guy. Yeah, you know, I'm going to put that out there and just, I'm just going to see what happens after that. And just maybe, maybe he'll pay me off. It's like, Dude got yoked, though. If you saw the pictures, that guy's eye. I saw his eye. Whoa. <laughs> it was case closed. I also, baby. I also believe that if Aaron Donald had hit that man, he wouldn't have a head, but that's just me. So <laughs> they'd be still removing that man's skull from his fist right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> that man, that, that's just the wrong guy you want to fuck with. And then after all, I just. I don't understand that, man. Make make better decisions, sir. Make better decisions. Um, couple couple small things before we get out of here, man. Because the truth is, I don't really have anything. We already talked about the Ashman fight. I don't have anything else on the list. Uh, let's you do slowing down. It's a slog to get to the NBA uh, playoffs has, at man. this point. It's, it's the it's draft. Slog to get to the NHL playoffs. Baseball is just boring. There has been. I know you're not into uh, baseball. There has been some fun baseball stuff, though. What? The Yankees are in last place? Does that make you happy? No, it doesn't. Like, Boba Shea had, had hit a couple walk-offs. For some reason, Justin Turner's on fire. Um, what else? What else? Jake DeGrom struck out nine the other day on one side of the, of the record. Nine, nine in a row. Didn't, didn't he lose? Because his team refuses that. to hit for him. That's what I was saying. That's, so, that's slightly the problem. Yeah, I, it's, it's it's a grind right now. Let's get to these playoffs. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you want to talk about something that's funny, is I think it's absolutely comical at this point when you look back and you see the comments made by Luca and Cuban about how they don't like the play-in tournament, and then they just go out and keep losing games. This has got to be the funniest thing in the world. They lost to the the Kings yesterday, and you're bitching about a play-in game. Like they don't like do, you. Do better. Do better. Hey, guess what? You don't want to be in the playing game. Don't lose to the Kings. Don't let the Kings snap a nine-game skid on you. What's they complain about it all? Because honestly, I heard they complain about it. I didn't really stop to like sort through all the, It's one of those things where like, you know, they're like, oh, well, what's the point of the regular season? If I got to go into a playing game and then I could possibly be out, then what was the regular season for? Hey, newsflash, Cuban voted for this. Yeah, exactly. Just so we're all clear. <laughs> Cuban was on the on the side of the of the the vote saying yay. So to all of a sudden just be like, oh, no, I don't want it. And it's like so ridiculous. Like you think about it. I didn't even realize the structure till I saw it the other day. It's like seven plays eight. And then seven gets in. If whoever wins that is in, but then like nine plays ten, and then the loser of that seven eight game plays the winner of this. Oh my god! It's yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's absolutely like absurd. seven gets in if they win, but if they don't. There's like convoluted shit that goes on, and it's just like <sighs> it's a lot of work. I mean, I, I can at the end of the day, like we were talking about before with the New Jerseys, it's all about one thing, Cash. and that's more. Money. I wanted my Bulls to make the playing game. Now I just look at them and just laugh because this is. They were like, "We got you, Voot." Zach Levine was like, "I'm out." 
protocols, baby. I, I don't get that, man. It's it, that's one of the toughest things. They make a good trade. I think they're four and nine since the uh, trade. Yeah, that's just not whatever at this point. Not even covering half the time. At least they were the coverables in the beginning, right? I mean, a lot of guys have been out with injury. We lost uh, Donovan Mitchell for a couple days. Uh, Wiseman's out for the season. Murray's out for the season. Uh, but the Bulls just kind of, they got Vooch and, yeah. They Kobe kind of White. No, and sometimes Sodoransky <laughs> plays. For no Patrick reason. Williams, Patrick Williams, who I didn't want, looks all right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Be let's careful just, what you wish for. Hey, what, what, how do I get into the lottery? How do I get to exactly? How Actually, you know lottery? what? I don't even think we have that pick anymore now that I just said that. Boom. Playing tournament. I need you, baby. Yep. There we go. (laughs) The NFL draft. How how many days do we have until the NFL draft now? Well, what's today? Today's the 19th or the 20th. Which one is it? Today's the 19th. Today's the 19th. So, 10 days. 10 more days. So, we'll talk more about the draft next week because I don't want to go too draft heavy too many times, too close to the draft. But I'm getting excited, man. That's all I'm going to say is I'm getting excited. I don't think there's going to be four quarterbacks taken in a row. I think someone's coming up to take one of those somebody's. And, huh? You think there's going to be four quarterbacks taken in a row? See, Absolutely. We'll These teams see quarterbacks, and they don't know what to do with them. They can barely contain themselves. If they think a guy is going to turn around a franchise, they can't wait to give up capital. Because you know what happens? Nine times out of ten, the team that sometimes is trading for that last guy is someone trying to save a job. And when they don't care about what the assets are in the future – what does it matter? You're right, except for this is all I'll say, and I'll see you the rest for next week. I really think that when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons, unfortunately, they're going to have another Jerry Jones moment. The owner's going to walk in the room, and that's going to be the pick. And that's why I don't think there'll be four quarterbacks in a row. That's all I'll say about that, because Arthur Blank apparently has his mind made up, and I don't think he's going to be swayed easily, especially not, and I think this is a big deal. They have a brand-new head coach, a brand-new general manager. I don't think he's going to let them dictate his team, basically. Yeah, but guess what usually those type of guys want to do? They want their own guy. They don't want to start with what was in the cupboard. That's what I'm they want to go shopping on their own. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, you know, you hear everything. And you still don't want to get into this, but like you hear everything where it's like, oh, well, we don't expect to be picking here again. Hey, guess what? That doesn't mean you just take – the guy that falls to you is a quarterback. If you don't like him, someone likes him. But like at the end of the day, I don't even think Atlanta picks there. Some crazy team's going to offer them something. They have to. It's going to be an offer they can't refuse because realistically, what does it matter to them if they don't want a quarterback? And that's going to be the end of that. See, I think I'll say I think they take Kyle Pitts. And the real bidding starts with Cincinnati. We'll talk more about that next week. Uh, a couple things I want to touch on with you before we went is, did you see the whole thing where, and I don't think I brought this up last week, uh, Jaguar fans are already sending Trevor Lawrence gifts off of his wedding registry. Hey, brilliant. <laughs> Literally, they're already looking it up. And he actually, to the point where I guess it's getting so out of hand, like he had to go this week and donate $20,000 to like Jaguar's charities because like the gifts, they haven't stopped showing up. <laughs> like, First off, you're a <laughs> damn fool if you're sending a guy you don't even know just because you're the quarterback of your team up present off his registry but here's the more here's the even better thing this guy clearly made his registry public for a reason this is like man is no fool yeah exactly the man like, is no fool yeah i can't just find trevor lawrence's re- uh <laughs> registry if he doesn't let me so get out of here yeah yeah that, that was uh br- bravo to him and his wife because uh i thought it was hilarious and then i saw another article it was just like 
yeah, the gifts kept on coming and he donated $20,000. I'm like, how much gifts was on this freaking registry? That- it's probably clean at this point. Oh, it probably has no, no more gifts to be bought. But shout outs to the fans of Jacksonville. Everyone says they're the worst fans. They're the shittiest fans. They get blacked out down there. They're doing everything in their power to show you that they that is They get blacked just- out because that team sucks. Because they don't show up to the games. But they're probably rooting for them. And uh, maybe Trevor Lawrence is really bringing Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, Tony Khan, AEW, they're bringing a new era down there. Who knows? Uh, on Jeopardy, have you been seeing these Jeopardy faux pas with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, you no, know, not really. I see some things here and there. So there's one, the one this past week. The, the, the best one was the original one. Was the guy got the final Jeopardy? He almost he was, was who decided lead. to kick that field goal? Yeah, yeah <laughs> he just took it back. Hey, good for that guy for taking a shot. There was another one. There was another one uh, a couple of days ago that was basically which which NFC team won five championships from the 1970s, and people were just like, "It's dumbfounding when you see like, these things." Yo, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, it's, bro. It's, it's just mind blowing. But then you ask him the most random historical or or environmental question, and they're quick to the answer. Exactly. So. Go figure. Um, and last thing I saw for the week that was fun. Was uh, Akeem Talib? He joined us this week, this year uh, in the NFL season on some commentary on some certain games. By far, one of the best things of the 2020 NFL season for me. I don't understand why no one had done that sooner. And apparently, Bleacher Report agrees because Akeem Talib has agreed to sign on for their draft day coverage. So this may be the first year where I don't watch NFL Network or ESPN for the draft, and I have Bleacher Report up on my tablet or on my phone because I can't think of anything more funny than Akeem Talib talking that- about new people coming to the league. Yeah, I don't, nah, whatever. You're not a big fan? No. Not a big fan of Akeem? No, I'll probably put on the NFL Network because I have to pay for the NFL Network, so I might as well get some That is true. shine out of it. I feel like the draft, I'm just going to say it, and I know you feel the same way, and I have a feeling all we got to do is wait a couple more years and I'll be relieved of this. The draft just doesn't seem the same on NFL Network without Mayock. But if he keeps no, it up, that. No, if no, he keeps no, it up, no, he'll be back no, soon. No, 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 no. I don't want any more Mike Mayock in my life. No? You had no. enough? You've had your fill no, for a lifetime? No. He can, he can stay in uh, I like Daniel Jeremiah. I, I like the crew. He but can stay I'm in Vegas. Saying, it, doesn't, it just doesn't seem the same. That's all. Uh, yeah, because it doesn't seem fucking ludicrous is what it is. <laughs> no, it seems ludicrous out in Vegas, though. Maybe he's putting all that logic to work out there. Hey, man, Cleveland uh, Farrell, number four overall pick. How's that working out for you? I saw a read. They ran a redraft article of that draft, by the way. They had like Max Crosby going into like the first ten picks. I was like, yeah, yeah, good job, Mayock. Incredible. I mean, they got him right. So I mean, I guess yeah, yeah, they got the the same guy later (laughs) down the line for the same position. They sold out for a guy who wasn't supposed to be the fourth pick. Swap him. Just swap him. (laughs) That's that's their mentality. Whatever. Hey, who knows? Right? Maybe Antonio Brown even be headed back to the Raiders to the Las Vegas Raiders at this time. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I don't think so either. I will be curious to see what breaks because every time we do a show, there's always some breaking news. Um, either shortly thereafter or during last week, it was Julian Edelman. Yeah, I don't uh, think you have to worry about that from the NFL standpoint at this point because guys aren't going to sign contracts for the most part right now. They're going to wait till after the draft. Teams are going to see where their where their boards fall before they make these last minute bargains. I guess. Yeah, you say that, but like I said, you never you never know, man. Last week came out of nowhere. Julian Edelman hung it up. Okay, enough. The week before that, Sam Donald got traded. Uh, you just you just never freaking know. Okay, I don't care. Great. Never Julian know, Edelman's man. gone. You know who cares about that? Patriots fans. That's that, it. That's it. That's I think it. everyone's just glad after the initial shock that he didn't end up going to Tampa Bay. That's At okay. the end of the day, no, I don't care. We love you, Jules. Number eleven, yeah, you Fox love him. forever. You love him. No one else cares. How do you not love Julian Edelman? Because one, well, he. I don't support the New England Patriots. That's number one. He's the he's the second all time receiver, uh, leading receiver, 
in postseason history. You don't have to be a New England Patriots fan to appreciate that. Are you about to tell me he's a Hall of Famer? I, did I say those words? Oh, okay. I'm just making sure we're not going down that road because your irrational New England love for Julian Edelman doesn't put him in the Hall of Fame. Not you specifically, but New England Patriots right. fans. He was a Super Bowl MVP and three-time champion. don't <laughs> care. I no, don't and, and care. for the record, I do think, because the debate I see online to, to, to counter this is, yes, I, I love the New England Patriots. I love Julian Edelman. But Heinz Ward deserves to be in the Hall of Fame over him. I don't even want to talk about Heinz Ward in that essence. Like, I saw a rundown of achievements, and one of the things on there was like, seventh-round pick converted quarterback. I was like, how does this make you a Hall of Famer? It doesn't how, make you how, a Hall of this, Famer? These are achievements? No, this is just progression. It, this is what happened. It just shows you that you go play a position for seven years and then come to the NFL. That, that's what it's trying to show. I'm not saying that it's like a Hall of Fame, but it's trying to show that like how many this guy in converted? college. How many cats get converted? Not, as, not 1%. Enough of them do. But it's not 1%. Hey, by the way, didn't people want Lamar Jackson to try out a wide receiver? Yes is the answer. How many cats get converted and win the Super Bowl MVP? Ryan Tannehill's a converted quarterback from a wide receiver. Who won the Super Bowl MVP. I'm just I'm just saying Okay, enough. Like, you That's know, that, but, some of these but, MVPs when they're given out are just given out for whatever. Yeah, ten catches for 147 yards. Wasn't the game thirteen to three? And he had ten catches for hundred forty something yards. Exactly. Go back and watch go back the and watch game That's was one of those thirteen to three. They gave it to the guy with the best stat line. That's number one. That's usually how it works. But what I was just about to say was, <laughs> like, go back and watch that game and tell me who else should have been the MVP. Hey, from that no team. one should have got that MVP because <laughs> it was a boredom and a slog to watch. Melt it down and turn it into a bracelet. I guess it should have we'll been like hard time. pass. Come back next year. We'll give out delusional. Two. He hates Edelman. I guess that's our our cue to take this thing home to get the hell out of here. Uh, and sign off of another episode, episode number 24. To three. We're going to be proud of that. Like, it was some, a major impact on the game. One touchdown was scored. Was it one touchdown? And guess what? Wasn't him. And it helped to win the game. Oh, whatever. This guy can't let it go. But thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Loud Sports Show, episode number 24. As usual, you can get us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and tune in. And as always, we'll be right back here next week. Same time, same place. With maybe Julian Edelman. You know, Julian Edelman, don't.